Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I want to remind you that in this difficult time, it is okay to reach out for help. Now is the time to rely on your family, friends, and the network you have built. In that spirit, I have reached out to my network of podcast guests and have asked each to share a few minutes of wisdom about how to survive and thrive during these difficult times. Let's get started with Daniel Gramza. He was episode 43. The title was Don't Let Overconfidence Ruin Your Trading Strategy. Dan is the president of Gramza Capital Management. He's a trader, consultant to domestic and international clients, and advisor to hedge funds. And he's also published works and appeared on numerous media outlets around the world. There's some things that I took away from what Daniel says. And first thing is that, you know, there is a common cause. And hopefully, the new common cause will be recovering from this COVID situation. He also mentioned that if you feel down or depressed, don't be afraid to talk about it. Sometimes just talking about it can help. Hello, my name is Dan Gramza. I've been asked to share my advice on how to survive and thrive during these difficult times. To survive, I think it's important to keep in mind about the things we do and do not control. We do not control the social and economic impact of the virus, but we do have total control over how we react to these changes. Your focus should be on your reaction. To thrive, I think it's important to recognize the hidden positive changes that may be occurring due to the restrictions placed on society. For example, I see a larger number of families walking together in the neighborhood. These restrictions have actually created an opportunity for communication that would not occur because the children would be off to school and the parents off to work. This schedule change may create a family closeness that may last for many years to come. We also see this new unity not only within the family structure, but also within society. This global pandemic has created a common cause that has brought people together locally and globally in ways that would have not occurred in the past. There is also an appreciation of all those first responders and the tremendous number of people that keep our food supply moving from the farmer to the store clerk. This level of appreciation may not have existed before this crisis. New communication pathways may have a lasting effect on how companies communicate with employees and clients to thrive. Let's take this opportunity to do things that we've always wanted to do, but put it off because we did not have the time. What projects, reading, or learning new skills that you have always wanted to do? Can you think of someone that you would enjoy visiting with that you could reach out to because now you have the time to do so? How will you take advantage of this time? To thrive, be sensitive to the possibility that all of this information about the virus may feel overwhelming, and it may be helpful to cut back on the amount of news that you're following. To thrive, 
If you're feeling depressed and you can't seem to shake it, it may be time to seek professional help or your spiritual leader or a good friend to express how you're feeling. It's amazing how sometimes just talking about it can put things into perspective and can help a great deal. To thrive, I also think it's important to take a moment to relax. And what I'd like to share with you is a very old breathing technique, but it's amazingly simple and we both can do it. Breathe in through your nose for a count of four. Hold your breath for a count of seven. And breathe out through your mouth for a count of eight. With each breath, feel relaxation flowing and getting stronger throughout your body. Do this breathing cycle four times and then go about your business. Do this in the morning as you start your day or at night when your day finishes or anytime you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious throughout the day or you just want a moment to relax. After a while, this relaxed moment will extend itself throughout your life. The impact of this breathing technique can be profound. So, in summary, recognize what you control and what you cannot. Recognize the hidden positive changes that may be occurring. Take advantage of this forced opportunity to do something that you've wanted to do or to communicate with others and take a moment to breathe and relax. Take care and stay well as we both go through this unique time in our lives. David Keller is next. He was episode 111, and that was titled, It's Okay to Be Wrong. It's Not Okay to Stay Wrong. So David is the president and chief strategist of StockCharts.com, where he helps investors minimize behavioral biases through technical analysis. He also is the author of the blog, Market Misbehavior, and has recently served as a subject matter expert for behavioral finance. Now, it's no surprise that David recommends that we focus in on keeping a journal, particularly of our decisions during this time, writing it down. Great traders write everything down. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting is he was saying why it's important to write it down is because we learn way more in a bear market than we do in a bull market. So keep your eyes open. Let's hear from David. Hi there, everyone. This is Dave Keller. I'm the chief market strategist here at StockCharts.com. So I bring you greetings from the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. in Redmond, Washington. Andrew had asked me to share just a advice on how to survive and thrive during this period. And I will tell you this, there is this thing called hindsight bias. And essentially the way I would summarize it is we tend to view our historical performance in much brighter eyes than or in much a much more positive lens than what actually happens and the thing i tend to tend to mention to people is you know most stocks think of home depot or something right topped out in mid-february right second third week in february things were sort of topping out although some things did in january like some healthcare and other names and then dropped pretty dramatically obviously the s p losing 30 percent of its value in about a month and a couple weeks later all of a sudden we're 30 percent lower since then, the market retraced about 50% of that on the way back up. So if you think about it, we sort of you know, had a quick move from a market peak in February to a severe market low in March. And now the question is, 
you know, what happens next. So, you know, during that period, I bet you found that, you know, as you think about it, you know, as markets started rolling over, as your stock started suffering, maybe you started thinking about taking some off the table as things really sold off aggressively going into the end of February, start to think about what to do. And then as markets bottomed out, I, no one really expected the V bottom as it was happening, it was so difficult to sort of get a read on things. So hopefully somewhere along the way, let's say you covered your shorts or you bought back into it. So that's what actually happened probably. But in your mind, what hindsight bias does is it basically convinces your brain that you called the top. You had a career call calling the top at the final high tick of the, of the best day. And then you bought in right at the lows. And it's not, you're not, you know, you're incorrect probably that you were that perfect with it. But as time passes and as this gets further and further in our rear view mirror, our own memory of our performance gets better and better. We, we tend to window dress our historical performance. So my suggestion to all of you is try to keep a really accurate record of your decisions. Keep a good trading journal. I, you know, being a technical analyst, love to use the charts as a notebook. So on stockcharts.com, whatever platform you use, make sure you actually keep notes of what you did at what point and put it directly on the chart so that you have a beautiful historical record of what you decided and when. And once this is all over and we're through this challenging bear market period, you'll be able to go back and see exactly how you went through the process and hopefully learn some lessons because bear markets, as difficult as they are, I've learned way more in bear market phases than in bull market phases. This is Dave Keller from StockCharts.com. Be well, all of you. Next is Dustin Matthews. He was episode 151. Even if you are an expert in investing in real estate, you must do your homework. That was the title of that episode. Now, Dustin is the co-founder and chief education officer of WealthFit.com, an online learning startup focused on teaching all the stuff you never learn in school about money, investing, and entrepreneurship. <laughs> it's great stuff. He also is the host of Get Wealth Fit podcast, where he's had the chance to get inside the heads of top investors and famous people like Robert Kawasaki. Now, let's hear what Dustin has to say. I love the fact that he says, don't pressure yourself to control the outcome. Have an action plan or even have an action plan. I mean, that's kind of interesting. And it reminds me of the 1997 crisis when I was in Thailand. I oftentimes say to people that when you're in crisis, sometimes working harder doesn't bring you any revenue benefit. So be careful not to work too hard. The last thing he said is, you know, trust your inner circle, the people, you know, talk to the people that you believe you can trust. Dustin, take it away. This is my advice for getting through challenging times, especially ones like these, the one that we're in right now. So much of the world wants to control. We want to control the situation. We want to control an outcome. We want to have an action plan. And when things are in such a state of chaos, Oftentimes achievers, people that, you know, have been successful in life, they want to take actions and they want to work to figure out the solution and put together a game plan. However, in times like this and in other times when there's just so much chaos going in the world, sitting back 
and taking it all in. And the reason why I say this is a lot of people feel stressed, myself included. And what I noticed was I was trying to create a game plan in this when every day something was changing or every week something was changing. And so what I've come to realize is, yes, I'm going to take some actions and put together things that are going to make me feel good, create a sense of accomplishment, but I'm not making big pivots here. I'm not trying to plan out the whole future because every day something changes. And so my best advice is in times like these, remember, you can't control it to sit back and think to give yourself the space. And it's not always easy because our first inclination is let's go out into the world. Let's make happen. Let's get people on the phone. Let's do something. And for sure, there is a time and a place for that. The thing that I want to bring to you today is the idea of like, listen, sit back. You do have time take in, maybe have some conversations, maybe work journal, get some clarity, talk to people that you respect, that you trust, that are part of your inner circle, and then put together a loose action plan and just be willing to obviously pivot, which is such a strong word, but just be fluid. Just be willing to go where that opportunity or where life may take you. Don't try to create some big, grandiose plan. All right, listeners, there you have it. Stories of inspiration to keep you winning. As we end, I want to thank my guests for coming on the show and sharing how to survive and thrive during this difficult time. Well, that's a wrap on another great show to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth and our happiness. Fellow risk takers, I'll see you on the upside.